Part three of the trilogy continues. Doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, back for part three of the three-part trilogy. That's why it's called a fucking trilogy. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and on Facebook for the time being. Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, a couple things we got to tidy up from uh, episode two. Uh, episode two. Part two. Come on. We're on episode 183 here. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, what do we got going on here? I forgot to do the injury report for the Baltimore Ravens and for the Buffalo Bills for the Saturday slate. Uh, uh, backup corner, uh, Devontae Harris has hit injured, res- uh, is designated for uh, return from the injury reserve uh, with a thigh, so they will have some backups in there. Uh, Marcus Peters uh, does have a back issue. He is questionable. Uh, linebacker Matthew Judon was ill and was a non-participant in Tuesday's practice. Uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, Stephon Diggs listed as questionable with the oblique. Cole Beasley, questionable with the knee. Uh, they both should play in this one. D-tackle Ed Oliver, uh, limited participant uh, due to an ankle injury. Tremaine Edmonds, uh, linebacker, listed as a limited participant Tuesday. Uh, hamstring issue. So that's who circled that. We need to pay attention to that because uh, that makes our running backs for the Baltimore Ravens a little bit more uh, juicy. Juicy. Oh, God. Did I just say juicy? Oh, do you hate that word? Juicy. Moist. Moist. Ooh, this is a very moist program. Oh, man. We are on to the Sunday games here. Hopefully this doesn't take an hour like the last one. Holy shit. Sorry about that one. All right, so Sunday. Cleveland at Kansas City. This is the first game. Kansas City was favored by 10. 54 was the over-under. Uh, Kansas City is still a 10-point favorite. 57 is the over-under here. Uh, injuries for Cleveland. David Njoku, the tight end. Uh, hamstring did not practice on Wednesday. Ooh, we actually got Wednesday ones in here. Uh, center J.C. Treader is questionable. D-tackle Sheldon Richardson, questionable. Uh, guard Wyatt Teller, questionable. And defensive end uh, Miles Garrett is questionable. Uh, don't think there's anything too major going on with either of those teams. So let's take a look at the Kansas City side while we're at it here. Sammy Watkins, wide receiver questionable with calf, did not practice on Wednesday. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, running back questionable. Uh, ankle hip was limited at practice on Wednesday, oh, so he's practicing. Tight end Dion Yelder, questionable. Oh, big deal. Uh, cornerback Rashad Fenton uh, injured both of his ankles during uh, their Week 17 game. The loss to the Chargers, they still haven't updated him. Uh, William Gay, the same leg injury, but they haven't updated him yet. So, uh, 
not no shirt off my back here. So Cleveland, Cleveland rocks. Let's get rid of that. All right, so Cleveland versus Kansas City. Kansas City's defense here, all right? 16th. Now, I'm going to predicate this with the whole Chargers game. So it kind of, uh, you know, fucked with their numbers a little bit. It's kind of skewed them out because uh, they didn't have a lot of their starters in there. But uh, so the end of the year, end of the year DVOA for Kansas City, 16th in DVOA pass defense. Uh, they were 12th and they were trending down. It was 13, 13, 14, 13, and 12. Okay. 21st in points allowed to the quarterback position, 20.3 and 21.8. If you look at the previous four weeks, they were 11th, 15th, 14th, and 16th, and then jumped all the way to 22nd. So it is kind of middle range, okay? Be careful with this. Rush defense DVOA is 31st in the league. That's pretty consistent. 31st in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game. That has been consistent for six weeks. Uh, 23rd in points allowed to the running back position, 22.7 and 26.1. The last five weeks, they were 20th, 21st, 22nd, 19th, and 23rd. So that's been pretty consistent there. Wide receivers, they are 9th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1, 13th versus wide receiver 2, 7th versus the wide receiver plus. The last five weeks for wide receiver 1, DVOAs, 3rd, 2nd, 2nd, 4th, and ninth. So they are a lot better against wide receiver 1s than what is being pointed out to you. Uh, 10th, 20th, 22nd, 22nd, 21st, and 13th. So that really dropped. Uh, So that, when you're looking at the opponent, it was the Chargers. So Mike Williams had the good game. There wasn't really much as far as a wide receiver two uh, available or a wide receiver three for that that matter. So uh, wide receiver two, I would actually bump up a little bit, okay? Um, wide receiver plus 10, 10, 8, 6, and 7. So that's been pretty consistent there. Uh, fourth in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 25 and 31.3. Last five weeks, fifth, second, fourth, second, and fourth. Consistent. They have Legereus Sneed lined up. This is their off the wide receiver quarterback chart. Legereus Sneed up against Jarvis Landry, Bashad Breland up against Rashad Higgins, and Charvarius Ward lined up against Donovan Peoples-Jones. DVOA versus tight ends, 14th in the league, uh, 10th, 11th, 10th, 12th, and 14th there. Uh, 26 in points allowed to the tight end position at 11.8 and 14.7 last five weeks here. 19th, 25th, 21st, 24th, and 26. They're fourth in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses at 3.13. So we won't be looking there. Uh, So what we need to look at here, first of all, we're looking at the running backs, correct? We're looking at... Um, both Nick Chubb, as far as you know, we're talking the uh, Cleveland side here. Oh my goodness, I did not, uh, I did not fill this in, and that is not that is not cool. 
That is not cool. Got to do that. Uh, we're looking at Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think both are in play. Um, I'm sure you're going to hear revenge game narrative for um, for Mr. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I'm not going to buy into it too much. Uh, Nick Chubb is the the main guy here. Now, the only thing that we really have to consider here, though, I think is, is Nick Chubb going to continue to be involved um, the farther that Cleveland, you know, supposedly will fall behind in this game if you're on the Kansas City side? It's a really good question. I would think he is. Let's take a look. Let's see. Let's see here. Let's go to Cleveland. Let's see if we can find a game that they were behind in. They were ahead on Steelers. Um, they actually fell behind on the Jets. Chubb was involved. He only had 11 carries for 28 yards. Kareem Hunt was much better, though. Four for 11 for one. Targets were about the same. Five and five, though. So they were involved. They were both involved in the... Uh, from behind. Giants, they beat Ravens. God, I, they beat the Ravens, I thought. I thought they beat the Ravens. Maybe not. I can't remember. Pretty involved game. They kept it. It had to have been pretty close. He had two touchdowns for Nick Chubb, and then he had one touchdown for Kareem Hunt. Chubb was the better, better uh, person to have in that one. Titans, Jaguars. They went on a little tear. I think they fell to the Jaguars or Ravens. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. They lost. They weren't that far behind. Texans. They beat. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, that was that rain game. That was a rain game. Raiders, Bengals, Steelers. Steel, yeah, they would have lost that game. So they were behind in that game. He didn't really get a lot of run in that one. Colts, I can't remember. Oh, that wasn't Nick Chubb, though. That was uh, Kareem Hunt. That's right, he was out. So this is going to be kind of skewed. We're not going to get a real good feel on this one. Huh. Ravens. I, they lost to the Ravens in week one. He didn't do anything really in there. Well, he had six yards per carry, but no touchdowns. Cowboys, I think think they would have gotten completely trounced in that. Oh, that's that one where they came back. Uh, now, see, Nick Chubb wasn't involved in that, but he got hurt. That ended up being Kareem Hunt, uh, who was heavily involved in that, but mostly on the ground. So, we're not going to get a good read on this one. I'm going to have to figure this one out. Uh, I think Nick Chubb and uh, Mr. Hunt are both in play on the two-game slate here. Uh, Nick Chubb, 8,236 and 
6,500, good for second across the board. And then you have Kareem Hunt, who is 6,200, 26, and 4,800, good for fifth, third, and seventh. So, like I said, we can consider both. Hunt would be a, more of a value. Um, he was involved last week. Was involved last week, but if he didn't get those touchdowns, he was going to be fucked. Um, on the full games, on the four game slate, uh, Chubb, uh, Chubb, uh, Chubb, Chubb, second, second, and third. Uh, Kareem Hunt, eighth, fifth, and tenth. Yeah, really good value on Nick Chubb or on Kareem Hunt. I'm wondering how much people are going to be really on them. That's going to be interesting here. Well, with David Njoku hurt, uh, Austin Hooper looked like the old Austin Hooper. And I like that matchup. Uh, 5,500, 15. Oh, 15. Holy shit, on a four-game slate. 15 and 3,800, good for six, six, and fifth. Uh, we, do like can uh, we do like tight ends against Kansas City, uh, getting in between the linebackers and the safeties here. Um, so he's definitely in play. That's a four-game slate. What is he on? What's he on the two-game slate? No shit. He is fourth, fourth, and third on a four-game slate. Or on a two-game slate on Sundays. Of course, you got Kelsey. He's get, always going to be He's gonna be first um, on the two-game and the four. So that makes sense, but... Still, holy shit. Austin Hooper. Damian Will Damian Wilson on him? Yeah, he's got Damian Wilson. Hooper rated at 68.6. Wilson, 51.8. Anthony Hitchens, 50.6 if they switch. Even so, you'd have Sorensen at strong safety, who might come up every once in a while at 50.1. And then... Uh, Tyron Matthews, 64.1. So they're kind of even in there. Huh. Matthew might be a problem in there. Might be. Might be a problem. So I'm going to be cautious with, with that one. Okay, so... Let's take a look at two tight end sets first. Uh, they only play nickel and dime here. So Landry on Charvarius Ward. 21. He's got a 21-point advantage on Ward there. Uh, Higgins, only a 7. Only a 7 advantage. Seven point advantage on Brashad Breland. Let's throw this in three three wide. You have a five point advantage with Donovan People Jones against Ward. Uh Higgins would still stay on Breland. Landry would have a 12-point advantage on Sneed. So to be completely honest with you, 
it really it, it really is still Jarvis Landry. Now I would have figured maybe Donovan Peoples Jones might have been an interesting play here, but apparently it is going to be Jarvis Landry again. You know Baker's gonna have to throw it. We're gonna give I'm gonna include Baker in this one, okay? So four game slate. No, this is the two game slate. Sixty nine hundred, twenty one, and fifty two hundred. Good for fifth, sixth, and fifth. So you're getting a fucking hell of a value on on Landry here. That's ridiculous. Why is he that? Landry's so damn cheap. That's it. You don't even need to go get fucking value at that. I take that back. You probably will. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to take a look at. Uh, I'm gonna have to look at Peoples Jones and and Rashad Higgins. They might be in play. We'll probably because. You know, if you need any value in there, Higgins is only one one dollar above um, minimum on Yahoo, so that's like fucking fantastic. Uh, but Landry on the four game slate, seventh, eighth, and eighth, so you're getting really good value on him. I really like him. Uh, we got our Chubb and we got our Cream Hunt in there, and we are going to take a look at Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's actually been playing really well. You're getting actually a really big discount at quarterback here. Uh, if we need to pay up, that's really why I'm looking at him. Um, 7,400, 26, and 5,300. Good for 6th, 7th, and 7th on the four-game slate. On the two-game slate, I would assume he's third and fourth. Yeah, third on the on FanDuel, uh, fourth on Yahoo, and fourth on DK. So he's gonna be your cheapest. He's gonna be your cheapest quarterback, pretty much on the slate. I don't know why he's that cheap, huh? Interesting. Interesting. But pretty much, I, I kind of like Cleveland. I kind of like Cleveland in this matchup. Who's our worst quarterbacks? Pro oh, it's probably Drew Brees. Probably Drew Brees. Oh, my goodness. No, not Drew Brees. Cleveland is, of course, the lowest-priced defense on the whole slate. Uh, $3,210, uh, $10, and $2,300. Uh, that's good for fourth across the board on the two-game slate, and I'm sure they are probably eighth on the full on the full uh, on the full slate. Sure enough, they are their eighth on there. So I mean, if you're going to pay all the way down, you can go there if you want. Um, it's going to be a hell of a hell of a little trip there. All right, Kansas City side here. Let's get my PFF chart here flipped. Uh, so we're on the Cleveland side. Uh, one Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be first across the board on the on the two game and the full slate. 
no matter what. Uh, 9,200, 42, and 8,000. I'm going to consider him. Uh, It's a very, very good matchup here. Um, And actually, I got to get into. I actually got to get into these ratings here. But, I mean, you pretty much knew right from the start that uh, Patrick Mahomes would have to be included here. Um, Like I said, we do like the matchup. 25th ranked uh, DVOA pass defense here. 25th in points allowed to the quarterback position. We saw what... um, We saw what Ben Roethlisberger did, even though... You know, they were getting smoked in that first quarter. He came back um, and had the, what was it, four passing touchdowns. So uh, Mahomes definitely in play there. Uh, rush defense DVOA, 19th in the league, 23rd versus running backs in the passing game uh, as far as DVOA, but 8th in points allowed. Uh, so they get kind of tight around the goal line, 18.1 and 21 on FanDuel and DraftKings, respectively. Uh, against wide receivers, fourth uh, fourth in DVOA versus wide receiver ones, 18th in DVOA versus wide receiver twos, and 29th in DVOA versus wide receiver plus. They are 27th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 33 and 40.7 on FanDuel and DraftKings, respectively. Tight end, 28th in DVOA versus tight end, 29th in points allowed to the tight end position uh, at 12.6 and 15.4. So, I mean, Kelsey is just... uh, This whole offense is going to really, really fucking be in play. Uh, DVP rank, they are 12th in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses at 4.75. So it's not great. It's not, you know, but it's not terrible. Uh, whether or not you really want to pay up for the Kansas City defense is really going to be kind of how it goes, right? So we'll get it figured out. We'll get it straightened out. We'll take a look. Um, the I'm really kind of curious about Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Now, I do know that you know the points scored uh, or points allowed to the running back position isn't all that great. Look back at Cleveland, or uh, yeah, look back at Cleveland. See who they played. Okay, so Steelers they didn't do anything that game. They did do something yesterday, or uh, uh, this last weekend though. Uh, J- they made James Conner fucking relevant again. Um, at Jets, you had you know Frank Gore. He got hurt. Nothing in there. Wayne Gallman didn't do anything in the Giants the week before that. Ravens, uh, Baltimore. Did run pretty decent, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Gus Edwards seven of seven for forty nine, two touchdowns there. Uh, J.K. Dobbins thirteen for fifty three and a touchdown uh, against Cleveland. So it's very tight end relevant. Uh, Titans uh, believe this is a game that. Uh, Derrick Henry shit the bed, if I'm not mistaken, because that was the passing game. Um, yeah, 15 for 60. Yeah, that was a passing game by Tannehill. We had talked about that that week. So, Jaguars. Jaguars. How did Jaguars do against the Browns? Let's see here. What did Mr. James Robinson do? 22 
for 128 and a touchdown. So, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, mm, 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 mm. The real question is whether or not you're going to want to trust Clyde Edwards or Lair. When Clyde Edwards or Lair is in there, it really Le'Veon Bell is kind of irrelevant. They don't really utilize him all that much. Um, the problem is whether or not he's actually going to to play, I think. Because if he doesn't play, Le'Veon Bell definitely is going to be the guy that you're going to probably want to have because his value is going to be so great, right? So Clyde edwards Laird, they're priced right next to each other. Two games late, 6,100, 19, and 5,200. For Edwards Alaire, six thousand, eighteen, and five thousand for Le'Veon Bell. So they're right next to each other. Uh, Ceh is sixth, fourth, and third. Uh, so uh, really good value over on Fanduel. Uh, seventh, fifth, and fifth for Le'Veon Bell on a two-game slate. Now we go to a full slate. What's their ranking? So. Ninth, seventh, and sixth for Clyde Edwards or Lair, and tenth, eighth, and eighth. So, if Edwards or doesn't, you know, somehow end up playing, like you know, he's not ready to go, something like that. Le'Veon Bell is going to be your real chalk uh, paydown spot, to be honest with you. So, definitely, definitely consider it. Um, I'm going to have to take a look at these defenses. I don't really care much for them, to be honest with you. And, yes, I am talking out of turn. So what? Might have had a Chardonnay or two. What of it? So, you know, Travis Kelsey will consider uh, 8,500, 34, and 7,800. You're going to have to go cheap elsewhere. So, you know, definitely, you know, Le'Veon Bell would be, you know, a nice... Price down piece for Kelsey. And then you could use, you know, Jarvis Landry too. You could use Cooper Cup, I guess. Maybe an MVS. Just say fuck it. High flyer. Um Javon Wim style, you know. The way that, the way that that's fucking worked out. So let's take a look at the wide receivers though for Kansas City. So Tyreek uh, if they go too tight, you know. Two tight end, just two wide receivers. Uh, you'd have Tyreek Hill on uh, Terrence Mitchell, uh, who he has a 15-point advantage on. Uh, MJ Stewart would have uh, Sammy Watkins. Watkins would have a 20-point advantage, actually, in that matchup there. So now let's switch it to the three wide where we'll get Sammy or uh, Tyreek in the slot against Thomas, and you're looking at like a 30-point advantage there. Robinson, uh, Demarcus Robinson versus, uh, who is Terrence Mitchell? Uh, Terrence Mitchell on that one uh, would actually be at a six-point disadvantage. Watkins versus Stewart, 20-point advantage still on there. They move Stewart onto the outside They'd have to. So actually, 
to be completely honest with you, Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins are both in play. Two game slate. And now here's where you, now here here we go. Okay, so if you're gonna use Travis Kelsey on a two game slate, you might not be able to actually be able to afford uh one Tyreek Hill, right? Especially if you're gonna run Patrick Mahomes in there. So Here's what we look at. We look at one Sammy Watkins. I don't like Sammy Watkins. Everybody knows this. So Tyreek Hill, 8,837 and 7,900, good for first across the board. Sammy Watkins, 5,400, 17 and 4,500, good for eighth, seventh, and seventh. Pardon me. Don't give me the hiccups now. Uh, We look at the full game slate, and of course, uh, Sammy Watkins is going to be the highest-priced wide receiver again over there. Um, oh, he's actually second. Oh, that's right. Devontae Adams was actually more expensive on the other ones, huh? On the full game slate. Mm, Buffet. Yep. So second, first, and second. It's not by much. Let's see what the difference is here. So Tyreek Hill, 8800 9000 So Devontae Adams is $200 more there. On uh, FanDuel, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill is $2 more expensive than Adams on, on Yahoo. And Adams is $600 more than Tyreek Hill. So you're getting a hell of a value on DK uh, going from Adams to Tyreek Hill, especially in a better matchup. So that's kind of stupid. Uh, Sammy Watkins, though, on the full game slate, 16, 12, and 13. Uh, so that's really good. Really, really good spot for Sammy Watkins. Uh, definitely that is going to be one of your value guys. So you could go with Kansas City defense, uh, Green Bay defense if you wanted to attack um, uh, the Rams, or uh, you could look at a defense in this next game, which is Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans opened as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 48 was the over-under. New Orleans is currently only a three-point favorite. Now that went back up. That used to, that was at two and a half at one point, um, and then that went back up. So uh, money's still starting to come back. There's money starting to come back in over on New Orleans, uh, but it did go up to a fifty-two over under. That's the thing that scares me. So Kansas City's going to definitely be your higher um, used defense over on the two game slate for Sundays. Um, so you may want to get tricky in here. Now there is New Orleans comes as a little bit of a value. Um, two tight end. Let me get in here and check this out. Um, so yeah, so Tom Brady's been on a hell of a tear lately, but he's had issues with New Orleans defense. New Orleans just owned him this year. So... The New Orleans defense has actually, you know, taken down a, a few uh, passers in this time. So, pass defense, 
would be uh, the New Orleans pass defense, uh, third in DVOA, fourth in points allowed to opposing uh, quarterbacks at 17 and 17.8 on FanDuel and DraftKings, respectively. They are also second in rush defense DVOA. I saw that last week. Eighth in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. Third in points allowed to the running backs in general at 15.9 and 18. Now you're going to have Ronald Jones uh, being questionable for this game, so that's going to leave Leonard Fournette um, for this week. Now, in, as far as wide receivers are concerned, New Orleans is 11th in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. 12th in DVOA versus wide receiver twos and 15th in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus. They are 17th in points allowed to uh, opposing wide receivers, though, at 29.6 and 36.7 points uh, given up on FanDuel and DraftKings, respectively. Second in tight end DVOA, we talked about this last week, 19th in DVOA versus the tight end at 10.4 and 13 on DraftKings. Uh, so tight ends do have the opportunity to score touchdowns. Now, the thing that makes me worry a little bit is because Rob Gronkowski uh, was only targeted a couple times, no receptions. Uh, Cameron Brait was involved. Uh, We'll get into that. So third in DVP points uh, allowed to opposing teams' defenses at 2.88, so that's not really... You know, the way that Tampa's defense has been playing, we're probably not going to go there, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, but we will take a look at the tight end position here, uh, and that will be Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Brate. Um Cameron Brate might be a little bit higher option than uh, expected. You might actually get a little bit of a value on the tight ends there, or on, uh, uh, on Rob Gronkowski as far as you know, usership level, ownership level, whatever you want to say. Um, just based on the fact of just really shitting the bed, right? So Rob Gronkowski, 5,600, 17 and 3,600, good for fourth, third, and sixth. Uh, Cameron Brate, 4,900, 13 and 2,900, good for ninth, seventh, and ninth. I'm going to go back through and I want to take a look at uh, snap shares on there and see if they've been evening out or if there's something going on here. Um, because this has been a real thorn in our ass for the last couple of weeks. I remember some Cameron Brait was taken over a little bit, I believe, in Week 17 as well. Uh, when I had a little bit of Rob Gronkowski love on the two-game slate, Rob Gronkowski is second, second, and fourth. Uh, Cameron Brait will be fifth across the board in terms of price ranking. So. Let us take a look here. We need to take a look. Uh, I think you're going to get a lot of... If Ronald Jones is out, you're going to get a lot of usership on Leonard Fournette. He's 6,317 and 4,900, good for third, six, and six. Um, And I believe he's actually had success in this matchup. So I kind of want to take a look at this, but I'm probably not going to look at it as anything more than... Uh, if I'm doing value, uh, Leonard Fournette, third, six, and six across the board as far as ranking for the two-game slate. Oh, let me put this bullshit in here. Oh, this is so gross. I just want to throw up in my mouth with this. 
Um, and on the full weekend slate, 6th, 9th, and 9th. So, I mean, you're getting a hell of a deal on it. You're getting a hell of a deal if Ronald Jones plays, too. Uh, he's 6th, 9th, and 7th at 6,300, 17, and 5,200. So they're they're really... They really price this out as, like, uh, fuck these two, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, all right, so let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at our charts here and see what we want to do for wide receivers. So they have Lattimore lined up on Evans. Uh, Evans has a 20-point higher rating than Lattimore. Evans hasn't been getting it done, though, against New Orleans for, like, the past two years. Uh, and then you have Chris Godwin on the outside against Jenkins. He's only got a nine-point advantage there. Huh. Let's go to wide receiver or go to three wide in the nickel. Uh, let me see what they look like in a dime. Eh, fair. All right, so three wide, you have the same matchup with Lattimore and Evans. Uh, they actually have Godwin in the slot. 16-point uh, advantage with Gardner-Johnson. Then Jenkins on the opposite end of, of Lattimore against Brown. And Antonio Brown actually has an 18-point advantage on Jenkins. Now, if they move Brown in the slot, which they have had tendency to do, he's got a 25-point advantage against Gardner-Johnson. So we're going to need to take a look at this. Um, we're going to do the, the three wide receiver consider here. I will make a choice on who I want to do. I want to take a full look at Mike Evans in this matchup. Because that's probably where I'm just going to say, okay, you know what? I do not trust Mike Evans whatsoever. Um, but this neither here nor there. So let's take a look at the full slate. So full slate pricing. You have Mike Evans, 7,100, 27, and 6,400. That's good for 6th, 6th, and 5th. Uh, Chris Godwin, 7,500, 30, and 6,100. So he's more expensive, actually, on FanDuel and Yahoo than he is on DK. Uh, good for 4th, 5th, and 6th. Antonio Brown, 6,400, 22, and 5,400. Good for 10th, 7th, and 9th. So Antonio Brown is really getting us a really good value. Um, and, you know, according to Pro Football Focus, he's been far superior. Now, in a matchup like this, especially with Mike Evans not actually having good history here, um, I like Antonio Brown even more. Although he's kind of fucked, he's, he's kind of fucked the you know shit the bed in terms of he hasn't matched up uh, point for point with say Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. He, he's been getting it done. It's just he hasn't been uh, fully getting you know, the point totals that we want, but I think this week with his price, it's going to be really, really good. But you got Mike Evans on the two-game slate. He is uh, ranked fourth, fourth, and third. Chris Godwin, second, third, and fourth. So, ugh, I don't like that. 
and Antonio Brown, 6th, 5th, and 6th across the board there. So really like that matchup, actually. The more and more I'm thinking about it, it's probably going to be Antonio Brown. I'm just going to pick one. I'm not going to do Tom Brady. I just... 7,700, 28, and 6,200. He's actually priced really, really good. I don't know know if I can get off of. I I think I would rather use. I'd rather go down to fucking Baker Mayfield, I think, than trust Tom Brady. So take that for what it is if you want to try Tom Brady, I guess. But. Uh, let's move on to the New Orleans side. Let's get this flipped. Get this all done up so we can get this all straightened out. Everybody can go their separate ways. I can go to bed. All right, let's see here. Base. Two tight end set. Okay. So, Tampa Bay's pass defense. Uh, DVOA is fifth. In the league, they are 14th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 19.2 and 20.3. It's actually not too bad. I don't mind your breeze, I don't think. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't like them all that well. Uh, rush defense DVOA first in the league. Uh, six in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game. Second in points allowed to the running back position. Now, Alvin Kamara actually has had success in this matchup. Uh, so he is in play. I'm not going to add him quite yet. So, uh, Tampa end of the season versus wide receiver ones. They had a DVOA of six overall 22nd in DVOA versus wide receiver two. And they were first overall in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus 18th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 31.1 and 39.9 on FanDuel and DK respectively. Uh comes to tight ends, I like I like tight ends versus versus Tampa. Twenty fifth in DVOA versus tight end position, twenty third in points allowed to the position at eleven uh blah, 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 yep, eleven point two on FanDuel, fourteen on DK. Seventh in points allowed to opposing teams defenses at three point six nine. So they New Orleans has been really really successful in rushing Tom Brady, you know, forcing him to have to make his decisions earlier, making him very uncomfortable. Uh, So I do think New Orleans defense is in play here on both slates. Um, But I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to see about including them. Um, we talked about this. Uh, Alvin Kamara has had success in this matchup. He's the top-priced uh, running back on the slate, so he is first across the board on a full on a full slate. Nonetheless, might be might be one of my guys to fade. To be honest with you, I don't know. I don't know. Because I kind of want to use Nick. I kind of want to use Nick Chubb to be completely honest with you. Because I just I, I'm a sucker for running backs against Kansas City. It, it just is what it is. Um, did I give you the cost on him? His salary, 
9037 and 7600 So, it's actually, is cost isn't that bad over on, on Yahoo. Probably not. Still not going to use it, but um, we're definitely going to consider him on there. Uh, Drew Brees, I'm not going to really look at. Yes, Jared Cook, we could take a look at, although I did not like his usage last week against the Bears, who also are pretty... Uh, safe to use tight ends against. Um, but, I mean, he definitely got it done. Man, am I going to include every fucking tight end? Really? It's kind of gross. It's kind of gross, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. I can't consider all these tight ends. I, actually, I can't consider all the tight ends because you could definitely go with a two tight end look in your lineup. Because it's going to save you a little bit of salary here. So he is 5,600, 16, and 4,000. On the full slate, he is fourth across the board. And on the two-game slate, he is second, third, and second. So, and And it's not even close to first, right? Because Kelsey, so you're going to pay an arm and a leg for it. Um, now let's take a look at the wide receiver positions here. I might fall in I might fall into love with Drew Brees. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Why? Why did I do that? I don't want Tampa versus Tampa. I want Tampa versus New Orleans. Thank you. Alrighty then. So, yeah, here's a huge fuck-up. They put Callaway in the slot, and then, of course, it was Deontay Harris. So, Thomas versus Sean Murphy Bunting. Two wide receivers set. He's got a 30-point advantage on Murphy Bunting. Uh, Sanders has a three-point advantage over... uh, That should be Carlton Davis. So... Is that going to hold up, though? We go nickel. Three wide. Okay, so three wide, you're going to have Jamel Dean probably covering Thomas a bit. Thomas still has the advantage at at about 11. uh, 11-point advantage there. Uh, Callaway is not. No. Callaway would not be the guy on Murphy Bunting. Uh, Sanders still with Davis, only with a three-point advantage. So um, we got to go to New Orleans. I got to see. I got to see. I got to see what Deontay Harris is actually rated at. I give all the credit to. Steve Renner on that one. Boop, 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 boop. Can we get the setup based on positions? Where's my wide receivers? Wide receivers. Deontay Harris at an 80.1 overall. Ooh. Oh, so Deontay Harris is actually in play again. Value guy. Uh, Michael Thomas, of course, uh, definitely considered. Uh, 
Good for fifth, third, and fourth on the full slate. So he's still he's still fucking advantage. Uh, he's still kind of a value over there, which is like blasphemous. Well, I suppose he's he's priced above Mike Evans now, so I guess. He's still under Chris Godwin, though. That's interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. What is he on? He is third, third, second, and second on the two-game slate. So he's getting up there. He's getting up there. He's not Tyreek getting up there, but... Do, do, do. Gotta consider Michael Thomas. Do, 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 do. Because Michael Thomas is the man. Now, if we look at Deontay Harris again in the slot, uh, two games slate. So he is 5,200, 14, and 3,500. It's good for 10th, 10th, and 12th. So he's a little bit more he's a little bit more than some of the other guys uh on the Saints. That's for two game now see that's for two game. That's his two game price. Or rating or ranking. What's his four game price ranking? Twentieth, sixteenth, and twenty second. So there's another value wide receiver again. Now I'll talk to I'll talk to Renner about that. See that should stick, you know, pretty much the same as far as um as far as uh you know last week where Harris was in the slot. So I'm definitely gonna consider it here. Ooh, my, I am gonna have to put. I'm gonna have to put Breeze in here again, cause um, if I'm considering all those options, I have to take a look at something here. Now, of course, you know, could probably say that Tom Brady's involved too. You could probably consider him, but I have to take a look at that Saints defense, man. I don't know. I don't know if I can consider Breeze. I mean, he is rather inexpensive in terms of quarterbacks because you're looking at 7,327 and 56. Ooh, he's 56? Holy shit. He is 5,600 on the uh, four game. He's only 5,500 on the two game. Weird. That's a price discrepancy. Oh, Baker Mayfield's a hundred dollars less on that too. What the fuck? They're all a hundred dollars less at quarterback on the Sunday slate. That that's only on the Sunday slate. Fucking weird. Fucking weird, bro. God. 
consider Tom Brady on this. You do save a bunch of money. You do save a bunch of money off of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I no. It's going to come down between Baker Mayfield and Drew Brees. I think I'm probably leaning more Baker Mayfield, to be completely honest with you. I think I'll just uh, choose bits and pieces uh, between uh, wide receivers and stuff for um, those slates. So that is it. That is that is our Sunday run-through. That is our Sunday run-through. That, my friends, is the end of our trilogy run-through. For Wednesday, January 13th. The Divisional Round Week. So, what's on tap for this week? I think we will do another podcast tomorrow on Thursday. Um, kind of break down a little bit more uh, what I'm looking at, snap counts, uh, seeing where I'm going to go. I got to get some of this stuff pared down. I can't, I can't run in there with fucking Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bray, right? You just can't do something like that. So break it down a little bit further while I'm at work tomorrow. Uh, I'll be sitting in a dock for a couple hours. So I'll get her going. We'll get her done. I want to have this all out and ready to go on Friday so we're good for the weekend. You guys take it easy. Have a good night. Whenever you listen to this, let's go get that money, motherfuckers. Stupid motherfucking NFL replay. Don't you ever fucking put Ronald Jones on my goddamn TV again. Fuck you, Ronald Jones. Fuck you.